Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. We're back. Another episode of the CMB Fantasy Football Podcast, and this one's a special one. Zach, Matt, Rish, you guys know why this is so special. Which number is this? The Big 5-0. The Big 5-0. We're over the hill. Over the hill. Over the hill, baby. We, this is our first podcast since, what, early June? Number yeah. 49? Yeah, we, uh, I think we yeah. missed a month, didn't we? We probably did. We, we, uh, we took a hiatus a little bit. We had some uh, creative differences. The band had to uh, be apart for a little bit, but... We are back, nonetheless. No Brian Franklin tonight, just one half of H&F, and uh, we've got a fun one scheduled um, tonight. Episode 50, there's a couple of number 50s that come to mind. Um, first one being Mike Singletary, probably the most famous number 50 uh, in the NFL. Um, that guy, man, if if he were in a P- PPR, if he were in a IDP league, that dude would be a machine. Um, they didn't record tackles back then, but I mean that guy, ten Pro Bowls, seven All Pros. Mike Singletary was a beast as a uh, middle linebacker. Um, the next one being Mookie Betts, kind of relative, really good baseball player. Uh, David Robinson, the Admiral, mm. good number fifty. And then uh, keeping it local, Zach Randolph, number fifty, who recently left the uh, the Grizzlies. Yeah, where did he go? I, uh, he went to the Kings. Oh. And what's weird is okay. he left he left the Grizzlies, followed the money, and went to the Kings. And the Grizzlies have honored. They're saying that they're going to retire his jersey. What? He, isn't that insane? Yeah. Zach, I don't... Zach Randolph is going to get his jersey retired. What? Is I, that the best I player the Grizzlies it. have had? Oh. Pau Gasol? No, that would be, that would be big country. Jason Williams? Did Jason Williams play for the Grizz? Probably. Yeah. Yes. Who, did, who, yeah. who did Jason Williams not play for? Yeah. But I mean, Zach Randolph—he only—he was only a two-time All-Star. I mean, he averaged only like 16 points when he was when he was with Memphis. I just don't get it. Yeah, that's bizarre. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, that's that's a uh, another subject for another podcast. Um, but first, that's Matt, that's not the fantasy football pod- podcast. Uh, no, that's, the, that's, a, that's a different podcast that we're going to start, and we're probably going to do one episode a quarter, one every four months. Um, but new subject. Let's change subjects. Zach, um, let's let's talk about some, some league news uh, around the, uh, the Campbell Message Board, Fantasy Football League. Big order of business. There's a shakeup in our, uh, our roster. Yeah. Uh, as we teased last episode, we have a new manager who is replacing – uh, Rob Gall, who has joined forces with his brother. And uh, so it's time to reveal that manager. And it is Matt Collins. Um, Matt, you there? I am here. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Yes. So uh, Matt's the youth minister. Wait, wait, wait. Zach, you got to play the you got to play the call bumper, man. Oh, hold up. Rewind. Hold up. Back up. Okay, We're still doing this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're right. This is for the Hold 50th on. episode. Yep. You're right. Hold on. It's time for the Call of the Week. Uh-huh. Oh, there we go. Now we're bringing in Matt Collins. Matt, are you with us? Yes. Yes, sir. I'm with you now. Thank you for having me once again. Yes. Zachary. 
Yes. Uh, does it feel professional now with that intro that you just got? It feels just like I'm on the Dan Patrick show all over again. <laughs> I'm all over again. <laughs> That's right. I said what I said, Suggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Matt, you are taking over the reins as the uh, newest manager in our league. Uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're looking forward to uh, with the CMV Fantasy Football League. Well, I uh, have been waiting approximately three years to join this prestigious league. Um, I've come in with one goal and one goal only, and that is to destroy Ross Garrison, <laughs> a.k.a. Frank Garrison, a.k.a. Rachel Garrison. <laughs> and uh, if I can do if I can do that in one year, I will. If it takes me ten, it does. But that's my goal. And uh, once I accomplish my goal, I'll just I'll just keep doing it over and over again. I like um, it. Isn't so, that everybody's goal? Yeah, that's that's everyone's goal. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, then I'll just join forces with you guys. I get them in the right place. Yeah, you've joined the right league. Um, that's right. We already we already have a robbery of the week. Yeah, we already have a robbery of the week. I like it. Yeah. Um, Matt, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Ross, last year, he uh, joined forces with his brother, Reed. And uh, so now okay. they are a duo. Okay. Are you aware of this? Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know that I am aware of it, but uh, Reed is, is of no uh, nothing to me. I don't know him. Uh, don't care to know him. Reed, if you're listening to this, um, I'm gunning for Ross. And uh, if you get in my way, you're in my way. That's just a fact of life. <laughs> So uh, it seems to be the, I guess, the uh, trend lately, Matt, that um, teams are, or I guess managers are joining up with other managers to create a duo. Do you see that happening to you in the future in our league? Uh, I can't speak for what the future holds, Zach. I do know that my daughter, Hattie, <laughs> is uh, very astute when it comes to fantasy football. Um, she's only two but she has a bright future ahead of herself. So I, I could see a point in time where Hattie just helps me on the side as a side gig. I don't know that I would say she would be a full 50% owner in this deal, Yeah. but maybe, maybe like, like a 90, 10 kind of thing, you gotcha. know? Um, but as, as for now, I'm going to try my hand uh, this year and see where things go after that. Gotcha. So uh, tell the, uh, the league a little bit about you. Um, Who's your favorite football player, favorite team in the NFL? Okay. Yeah, so um, I have moved to Cookville uh, not quite three years ago, working at Jefferson Avenue. Um, big, as far as just sports in general goes, uh, I align myself with the Titans, the Vols, the Braves, um, not, not in that order. Um, I'm a, I'm a half-hearted Grizzlies fan. And, uh, so favorite player as we speak, gosh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm a big fan. This is going to be maybe random. I'm a big fan of Taylor Lewan. Uh, like his attitude, left tackle, the Titans, big fan of his attitude and his cockiness on the field. And, uh, I saw him one time in Green Hills Mall. So that just makes me. <laughs> like him more so um obviously obviously big marcus fan uh, marcus mariota side note marcus mariota also works at jefferson avenue zach can attest we saw him last night yeah there, we did counting, actually he was there i don't know if he, 
I don't know if the caravan was over at Kroger or something, but we did see Marcus mm -hmm. yesterday walking through the yeah. halls at Jefferson Avenue. So it was. What's funny is he chose to dress like BJ Matheny. I didn't see that one coming, but he did. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, big. I'm a big Taylor Lewan fan right now, and uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping to be a Corey Davis fan as the future goes. We'll see the new wide out for the Titans. We'll see how that happens. How do you uh, like the Eric Decker signing? Yeah, big fan. He's a red zone. He's a red zone target, right? And so uh, Marcus is perfect in the red zone in his career. And uh, never done a pick in some twenty yard line, I believe, is is correct. So, I think Eric Decker will probably be a, a pretty good boost with Delaney, Demarco, Derek, uh, Corey Davis. Um, of course, Rashad Matthews had a big year last year too. So, um, they've got some pieces. Tajay Sharp, who I thought was going to be a lot better than he was last year, um, but I think Eric can, uh, if he's healthy, anyways. He's been hurt, but if he's healthy, can can bring some veteran leadership. Um, we can say goodbye to Harry Douglas, I suppose, but, yeah. um, and there's nothing wrong with having a white receiver, you know, uh, it doesn't hurt anything uh, yeah. just, just for the, just for the Rooney rule, you know, right, like right. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. I like it though. I'm in. Well, uh, we're glad to have you in the league. Uh, one last question before we let you go. Right. 2017, the fantasy season will be a success for you if what? Hmm. That's a good question. How many? So how many teams are in this league? I need. I'm like, what am I? What am I total. against? Fourteen total. Fourteen. There's fourteen total teams. And okay. Um. Now tell me how. What? How? How do we structure it? First place gets. Last place happens. What? What? What happens in the league? Yeah. Now first place gets. Question. Yeah. First place gets a NFL jersey of their choice. And okay. last place, um, gets ridiculed with an ice bucket on uh, Facebook okay. Live. Okay. Is there anything that happens to the to anybody in between? Um, no, not not no, as of right no. now. Do you have a suggestion? No, I don't. I'm just I'm just thinking about what I would define as a, as a success. Um, I would say let me start by saying what would be a failure. A failure to me uh, would to be behind to be behind Ross Garrison in the in the year standings. <laughs> yeah. That would be an utter failure. Um, now. A success. Let me say, in my first year of this league, if I go, I'll say, you know, I'm not going to go quite Butch Jones, champion of life kind of deal here. So I'll say top, uh, I'll say top four success for me this year. You know, so okay, the top twenty five, top twenty five percent of the league, something like that. You know, and uh, but uh, anything below Ross is a disgrace. Um, <laughs> so if Ross is second, I better be first. Um, All right. So that's how I define success this year. All right. Well, uh, shots have been fired. Ross, a.k.a. Rachel. So, uh, Matt, thanks for joining us, and we will see you at the pre-draft meeting. All right. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Looking thanks. It. Wow, a strong first impression for uh, for Matt Collins. I, I really enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah, I like that. Anytime anybody goes after Ross, I like that. That's good. Where does that come from, though? I mean, you know those guys better than us. What does that stem from? Ross just asks for it, you know. But really, Reed asks for it more than anybody in this league. You know, that's the elephant in the room. Just not showing up to the draft. Yeah. I think you have to add the hanging out with Zach Henson effect for how much smack he just talked to Ross. 
And probably I mean, he hanging was, out with John Nichols. Yeah. He was throwing he was throwing some verbal tennis balls to the nuts. I like it. Was. I like it. And we need to get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get sure. we need to get back to that. So anyway, yeah. so yeah, Matt Collins is the new manager and uh we're back up to fourteen. Does anybody else have any announcements they want to make about merging teams? Sug, space? No? No comment. Rich, are you and Jordan combining? I don't know. I, I really just want to see Jordan's stance. He, he just comes across as a little liberal for my taste. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jordan listens to the podcast. He listened to the last one. He informed me. So uh, Jordan, know, I want us is out there listening. Liberals love to uh, listen to podcasts with their little Starbucks coffee. <laughs> what do you drink, Rich? If you don't drink Starbucks, do you drink Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, um, I drink American uh, McDonald's coffee. Thank you. 99 cents every morning. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's move on to some more some more league news, Zach. I know you have a few other items uh, you wanted to make uh, sure we throw out there at uh, the top yeah. of the podcast. Yeah, just a couple things to go over. Uh, obviously, we have the, the pre-draft meeting coming up on August 1st, and I still need $25 from a lot of you uh, before that meeting. So, if you guys can, please get that to me. I posted, uh, I think, four different options for you to get that to me uh, before August 1st, which is coming up very soon. So if you can do that. Everybody else is uh, already uh, registered for the league. And if you are playing with a co-manager, you need to go ahead and invite that other manager. It does not carry over for some reason if you have a co-manager. So uh, be sure to invite yeah, your co-manager back. Uh, so they can have access to your team. Also, one thing that I noticed was that um, each year, this is just a little a little trick, I guess. Each year, I bookmark our league page. I don't know if you guys do that, um, but I bookmark our league page, and our league now has a custom link. So each year, the bookmark doesn't go out of it doesn't expire. You can just type in this. Uh, special custom link and it's it'll be there year after year when we renew so you don't have to keep redoing your uh your custom link so or redoing your bookmarks so those are the announcements i have on that cool um a new email to contact um uh, info at campbellball.com yeah yeah so we renewed our our email for this uh for camelball so info at camelball.com if anybody wants to get a hold of us I know we have a few people that listen outside of the league, so if anybody ever wanted to shoot us a message or something, info at campbellball.com. Zach, correct me if I saw something that was that was wrong, but I got an email the other day that said that the commissioner, I'm assuming it was, was you or, or Brian, um, there's a change to where our league votes for trades now. Is that right? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't so know. I just, I don't I know just scared is. everyone. Yeah, no. Is that is that on the table for the pre-draft meeting? No, I don't know what that I don't know what that's about. So, all right, league is not, but we don't we will not vote on trades. Good. Okay, <laughs> just wanted to clear the air there. <laughs> What's um, the AJC paper? Yeah, I have no clue. I, I assumed you threw that in there. Oh man, I can't remember that. Dang it. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, I know yeah. what it was. This is just a random side story. This has this has nothing to do with our league. This is this is completely random. Um, I bought my dad for Father's Day a a print, I guess like a digital 
cover of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution paper, and it was when the Braves opened up SunTrust Park. And so I wanted mm-hmm. to buy the front, the front actual paper and you know frame it or something, but I couldn't find it. And so uh, I bought – they had a digital version that I could buy and print off on my own, so I did that. And what – they had an error with their – their whole store and it sent me I only bought one cover but for some reason it sent me all the covers that they had potentially ready to sell and one of them was the cover of if the Falcons had won the Super Bowl and so I got the cover of the AJC and it says Super Bowl champions like talking about how everybody's in shock that the Falcons won beating Tom Brady like I have the legit copy of that from the AJC so uh, I need to post that so you guys can see that. But I couldn't believe it when they, they sent it. <laughs> so it's what would have been the front page if the Falcons wow. won that game. They had it all ready to go and everything, ready to put on the store, and uh, accidentally sent me wow. all the files instead of one. So that was pretty cool. That is neat, man. It feels like the last podcast we did was kind of like right after that game. It's been so long. So. Yeah. So uh, That's cool. I thought that was, that was uh, pretty interesting that they already had the paper ready to sell and everything. Hey, the biggest league news of them all since the last show, we have a new uh, a new member kind of sort of in the league, Matt. New guy in your yeah. life. Did you forget? I got a baby. Yeah, no, no, no. He's right behind me. You don't um, sound too thrilled about it. it. What? I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a little sleep. I'm a little sleep deprived, but. I get it. Um, no, man. He's he's awesome. Micah Matthew. Micah so Matthew. Micah, Ma- Micah Matthew Suggs. That is the most middle linebacker name I've ever heard. This kid is going to be an IDP star, is he not? Nice. Yeah, he was a big baby. Eight pounds, 12 ounces. Mama was a champ. Can you pull him up to the webcam for us like Simba? You know, kind of like Lion King? I mean, (laughs) if she wants me to wake him up, then I can do that. Don't do that. I don't have that soundboard clip either, so that wouldn't work. What did she say? I think she said yes, please. (laughs) She wants me to. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Congrats to you guys. Uh, awesome. King, are you gonna you gonna take a snapshot of this? Yeah, I can. Here we go. I don't have the Lion King though. Oh, he's really doing it. Oh my. <laughs> All right, I got it. He is so mad. All right, I'll post it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. He's crying soon. All right. Yeah, so congrats to the Suggs. That's awesome. You gotta bring uh bring Mike into the draft. We'll yeah, him, uh... I'm trying to figure out how I'm trying to figure out how Angela's gonna run the draft board and nurse a child. Yeah. His first uh, non-baby food can be a Slim Jim if Rish will let him have one. <laughs> I would share with that baby. He's so cute. I would share a Slim Jim. <laughs> oh, thanks, Rish. Um, so NFL news aside from from our fantasy football league. Whoa. NFL no, news, Zach. Oh, what? we have we have a drop. Oh, oh man, sorry guys, I'm uh, hey, I got I'm it. on it. Let's take a trip around the league. Boom. I like it. Go. I like that. Um, there's been some news in the last couple of weeks. I mean, this is literally the deadest period of the NFL. Um, we're two and a half, three weeks away from training camp. And we're so far removed from OTAs, things like that. But there was a couple of transactions since our last podcast. Doriel Green Beckham, second-round pick uh, from the Titans in 2015, was cut by the Eagles. Um, I think he's he's met with a couple of teams, but hasn't been signed yet. 
Um, who saw that coming? And I guess the trade made last year from the Titans with with the Eagles to get rid of DGB makes uh, makes Tennessee look pretty smart right now. What do you guys think? Yes, absolutely. It makes them look great uh, because we got you know honestly if you look at what we got in return, uh, you know with uh, our offensive tackle Kelly. I mean, right, you have a team right now like the Chiefs. You have a guy who go down. I mean, you have enough depth on a line. You could realistically trade him for a draft pick. I mean, I think we got a great value uh, and a great backup out of him. He actually started some games last year, so we uh, definitely made the right move there. Yeah, and I, I just don't know. Like, Doyle Green Beckham had the tan, you know, the tangibles to be an amazing wide receiver in the league. I don't, I don't know what happened to the guy. Um, I think he's what, six foot three, six foot four. I mean, he had every every tool in the tool belt. He's six foot six. Um, so I, who knows if, if he'll get re-signed? I'll tell you one thing though. Uh, I think it might have been Kevin White who drafted him his rookie year. He is definitely going undrafted in our league this year. Oh yeah, um, for unless, sure. Unless uh, you know Ross or Jordan Iwanis and wants to take a flyer, but yeah, I looked um, it up. He was he was 14th round year one. Ninth round last year. Ninth round's pretty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he had some reach. high feeling last year. And he went to the Eagles. Yeah. That's, that's surprising. Yeah. Uh, more wide receiver news around the league, and I just realized earlier Matt Collins said white receiver. We talked about Eric Decker. Not wide receiver. He said white, right? Yes. He I think he said, said white. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Drop the Rooney well, rule reference. Yes. Yeah, speaking of white receivers, Eric Decker uh, was, was signed by the Titans. Um, we had already mentioned that with with Matt. Uh, left the Jets. The Jets kind of had a fire sale, uh, sort of like uh, Jake Stanford had at the end of last year. They were just dumping players like crazy uh, there for a couple of weeks. Uh, another receiver, Jeremy Macklin, left the Chiefs, was cut and signed by the Ravens subsequently, I guess, the next week. Um, so there's there's some more wide receiver news there. Um, we have, there we'll talk about that later. Um, we kind of get into some discussion points. Um, next item, though, Zach, you uh, – Yeah, just – upload... I don't even know what this one was about. I can't remember. It was so long ago when I posted it. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'll just skip it. Just skip it. <laughs> we'll, we'll skip. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's just move into some discussion uh, topics. Zach, I don't know if we have a uh, a sound bite for this. Is there a is, is there a drop for discussion points? Uh, I don't see one for discussion points. We just have the around okay. the league, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll have more when, when the season starts. We got more drops. All right, I didn't want to miss anything. I don't know. Play it again. I want to hear it. <laughs> All right, it happens every year, guys, in our league at our draft. There is a rookie who had a lot of hype and a lot of praise in March and April during the draft, and this player, this rookie, is overdrafted in our league. Who is that player this year? Which rookie in the NFL do you guys think is uh, is is going to be overdrafted in our league, drafted too high? I'll go ahead and start. I'll say it'd probably be, um, as of right now, before the preseason has started, it'll probably be Christian McCaffrey. Um, <laughs> that guy's going. I just, I just imagine that the hype is really high right now, 
and uh, I don't know where he's going to go, but I, I just think that it's going to be very early. It's just tr- it's just tough to trust a rookie, but you know, sometimes they uh, they pan out. But that's going to be my my vote for somebody that's going to go overdrafted. I think if uh, if Deshaun Watson is named the starter in Houston before our draft, so say week three of the preseason, he's named the starter for the season. I think he'll be overdrafted, uh, even for a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can see that as well. They need somebody there. Rich, uh, Matt, you guys have anybody? Uh, for me, I, I, I think that Corey Davis, uh, I mean, I, a lot of people act like they're expecting him to come out and be a number one guy right away. Uh, I, I really, I, I don't know. I, I think that's kind of a reach. The Titans already have a uh, solid receiver. Um, you know, when it comes to Rashard Matthews, I'd be kind of interested. I, I would, I would, I kind of see him around the 60 reception spot. I think people have him a lot higher. I think he'll be quite disappointed. So, um, I, I probably tend to think OJ Howard will go too high. Um, not that I think he will have a bad season. I think he potentially could have one of the better seasons of a rookie. But there was so much hype for him for people expecting him to go to Tennessee because he's come out of Alabama. Um, I just feel like somebody may reach for him just out of, just because they're a fan and it might be me. I'm not saying I won't, but I just feel like guys like that tend to go way high because he's going to have a lot of hype about being the top fantasy producer of rookies because he's a tight end. Um, I could see him being drafted way high. I think we talked about this last episode, but what about Leonard Fournette? Is that a guy that we are oh, over that's a good underhyping? One. That's a good one, yeah. Some yeah, people are talking about gonna, him being in the first round. Well, he's he's going to be a workhorse back. Don't get me wrong. Like nobody. When did Zeke Elliott go in our league last year? I, I don't think it was first round, was it? Uh, I don't know. Matt, check on I that. Okay. Because I remember we, we, we gave him a lot of hype. And at the end of the year, you know, everyone was right. I mean, he turned out to have an amazing rookie season, one of the best ever. Um, but Fournette, I just, I think the guy missed way too much time in college. I think he is set up for failure in, in Jacksonville, who has one of the worst offensive lines, and a terrible quarterback. When you have a terrible quarterback and a terrible line, you're forced to hand the ball off every, you know, three snaps. So, I just, I, I don't, I don't see it with him. And granted, yeah. if he's available at a, at a right spot, I might, you know, take a flyer on him. But I, I don't, I don't see first round ability. Does Chris Ivory, you know, carries from him as well, or even T.J. Yeldon? No, I think they they drafted him at four. I think to be the the lead the lead guy who's probably gonna get about seventy five percent of the carries. Zeke Elliott went number eleven in overall. Okay. Wow. To who? Uh, yeah. Kevin White. Kevin White. I don't think there's anyone close to that Zeke Elliott caliber in this year's draft with running backs. Well, that was, that's another discussion point, and I would say let's save it for a later date, but we might as well you know, talk about it now. Zeke Elliott might be suspended for a couple of games. There's been a lot of reports lately. I've, I've heard on uh, the Pro Football Talk Radio with, with um, um, Mike, Mike Florio. I couldn't think of his name. Um and Adam Schefter, a lot of people on ESPN are talking about uh, Zeke's, you know, off the field issues that he's got. He's got a lot of pending, a lot, I think, two or three pending um, cases right now against him, domestic assault and a couple other things that they might, you know, if they're not solved here in the next couple of weeks, 
Uh, he might be suspended for a couple of games. Are you guys considering that at all right now? I mean, he's definitely going to go in the first round. Yeah, I don't think it matters. I mean, Zach and Brian did good with Le'Veon Bell, um, who was out a little bit. So True. I don't, I don't think a two-game suspension is going to matter that much. And also, Zach, how do you not know Kevin drafted Zeke Elliott? Like 16 days into the season, you'd already traded for him. <laughs> you knew. I forgot. Sorry. Yeah, they make they make so many trades, Matt. Come on, they can't keep up. Yeah, that's true. That was a good one, though. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Um, speaking, of, well, sticking with the draft, and and Rish, you had kind of mentioned this earlier with Corey Davis. Is our league? Because our league does this every year. It's it's where we're located. Matt said it earlier during his call. He's you know a Titans fan. We talk Titans with him. Um, but every year we draft as a league collectively with these you know two tone blue tinted sunglasses. Um, is that going to be the case this year? And if so, who is that guy? Uh, maybe outside of Corey Davis, who's the guy on the Titans that's that's probably going to be overdrafted? I think Marcus Mariota, uh, his value rises greatly, but um, you know he's got so many more you know, new targets. But I definitely think he's a guy who's going to go a lot higher, and someone might reach a little too early, forgetting you know about guys on the board like Philip Rivers and stuff like that. I think he'll be the guy that gets drafted too early. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who would want to draft him. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Derrick Henry is going to go too high. Again, um, even I mean, after, even DeMarco, after last year. I don't know. I think Demarco is going to go way high, but I think Derrick Henry is going to go too high too. I, I feel like Ross, Ross and Reed got a steal with Demarco last year, right? Oh yeah, didn't they, they did. Pretty, they did really well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Derrick Henry as well. So. I just think that uh, it'll be, it, it's just going to be completely different, though, once the preseason starts, once you see them out there playing, everybody's right. going to get excited. And then who knows? I, but Marcus Mario is definitely going to go sky high in our league. It just it feels like the Titans kind of have a wealth of uh, – an embarrassment of riches right now with, with all of their targets and people they added during the offseason. So, I mean, who, who knows? I, I still think – this team added so much on the perimeter with new receivers and tight ends, but I still think they're going to be a, a run-down hill kind of team. Last year, Derrick Henry went round three. Or Derrick Henry went round six. DeMarco Murray went round three. Um, wow. And uh, round six, Derrick Henry was to uh, Ryan Risher. So, um, <sighs> speaking of reach. <laughs> but, the pre- <laughs> but the preseason is what deceives you. Because you see all these guys have incredible games in the preseason. You reach for them in the draft, and then they don't play. And that's what makes it hard. Yeah, prime example, Tajay Sharp. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we reached for him last year, and dude was awful. He he may not make the team, right? Have you heard that? Yeah. He's he's gonna be on the team. I don't I don't see that you know happening unless unless his his foot injury is is as bad as we think it is or his off the field um, you know issues as bad as we think it is he'll be on the team. But um, we talked with uh, we talked with Matt earlier. I want to say about about Jeff and and Rob Gaw. Um, and I mean, just like the lead drafts with these two tone you know blue tinted sunglasses, the Gaws every year. I mean, it's just like these brown glasses they're looking through, and they draft Cleveland Browns way too early. Um, so now that they are, they don't have to fight anymore with each other to draft the first round. They get to, to make the decision together. Uh, the newly formed Gaw Complex, as I'm calling them, 
Um, who's the first Brown to go off the board, and, and uh, who's it going to be for for the Goss? Huh. I'm going to go with Corey Coleman. Okay. Corey Coleman. That's going to be my vote. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I mean, offense will probably be it, but Miles Garrett, somebody like that, I think they're going to try to reach for a defensive guy. Uh, how about Kenny Britt? Yeah. There's, talk talk about some Titans and Browns things going on there. So, be some Kenny Britt. Rich, what about you? Um. Yeah, I got I got nothing. I don't know. Oh wait, who's their punt returner? Duke yeah. Johnson. <laughs> there it is. Or Jabril, I mean, Jabril Peppers. Jabril, Jabril Peppers maybe. Yeah, he's and looking to be their punt and kick returner possibly. So. I know we ask this question every year, but I really do think the Browns are set up for more success this year. Their offensive line is seriously one of the best. Um, Pro Football Focus ranked them as the second best in the league. Uh, Joe Thomas, left tackle, and they, they signed Kevin Zeitler. So I just think that they have, like, whoever, whatever quarterback's playing for them, and let's just hope it's not, you know, Brock Osweiler. Um, but if it's uh, Deshaun Kaiser or – If it's Kaiser or Kessler – they're set up for more success than any Browns quarterback has in years. So I, I like Zach's pick. I think it's going to be Corey Coleman too. Uh, preseason, that's my pick. But I really do think at the end of the year, David Njoku, the tight end for Miami that they took in the first mm-hmm. round, I think he's going to be the most productive player on that offense. Definitely has the highest ceiling as far as any of their picks, in my opinion. Sure. All right, so we talked about this earlier, um, the signings of Jeremy Macklin to Baltimore and uh, Eric Decker to the Titans. Who, between those two players, because I think they were signed within a day of each other, who has the better fit with their new team and the new wide receiving core uh, among those two players, guys? Uh, I guess I'd have to go with Macklin just because, like, who else do they have? You know, who else does Baltimore have right now? Yeah, Um, Yeah, Mike Wallace and Rashard Perriman. Yeah, and I mean they're 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 all right, but uh, I mean Decker, he's a great red zone threat, as we know, and it'll be interesting to see how the Titans utilize him. But I mean, at first first glance, before the preseason or any of this stuff has has started, I'm going to say Macklin. Hey, what about you, Matt? Um, I would bet on Macklin just simply because, as far as fantasy, I, I just don't have a lot of confidence with Titans wide receivers yet. So, shout out to Tyrone Calico. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody and everybody that's come after him. So, I'd I'd go Macklin. What about you, Rish? I think that you got to go Macklin simply on the basis that the Titans already have that veteran receiver uh, with Rashard Matthews right now on their roster. I I just don't really see him making an impact. I definitely gotta go Macklin on this one. Okay, I think we'll. I mean, we'll know soon um, who, who kind of the real winner is with this. I think Titans have the better quarterback, but uh, at the end of the day, it's who who of these two guys are scoring touchdowns. Um, so if if Macklin can be Philadelphia Eagles version of Jeremy Macklin that just runs over the top and, and scores touchdowns over people, then you know maybe maybe he'll finish out you know graded high, higher than than Decker. Um, but that kind of completes. The questions that I had, at least for you know, some of these receivers um, and some Browns, Cleveland Browns talk. Are we done talking about the Browns until the draft? Can we be? Man, I hope so. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. Um, 
I feel like maybe I should have prepped you guys for this one, but we were talking about uh, before the podcast about some different uh, some different things. I know last week or a couple of weeks ago we talked about uh, about some embarrassing stuff we've done. Like Matt, you said you did you get a Tyron Calico jersey? No, it's me. Zach. Yeah. And and Rish, you you picked that one player that the Titans signed to the practice that squad you tweeted to. <laughs> yes. And then, and then and then, and then he got cut. Today, um, yeah, we've all we've all been there. Have you reached What's out to that? him anymore, Rish? Uh, it's really awkward. His tweets now are so depressing. It's like, <laughs> well, well, listen on and stuff like that. <laughs> He's like the guy on your Facebook wall that puts like emotional pictures, you know, with quotes on it and stuff, saying, "Hanging in there through these hard times." Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, what's um, I I guess I'll ask a different question. Rish, I wouldn't consider that like a nerdy fantasy football thing that you did, but along those lines, what's the nerdiest fantasy football thing that you or somebody else has ever done? So, like an example being, I guess draft prep or like we talked about Jeff Gaw, you know, following the waiver wire on Sundays. Is there something that you guys do that you would just you almost don't want to tell anyone about because it's so nerdy? I got to think, hands down, who seals the show on that, because I'm not nerdy. I'm too busy eating Slim Jims and borrowing Matt's glasses. But hands down, Jake Standifer is the nerdiest draft guy. That's what I love about him. He is like, got all these, like, you know, stats written out, little graphs, you know. Biggest nerd, hands down, when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> but, then it, but he lost the league last year. Is he, I know. Is he, really, is he that nerdy? I, I don't know. I, I'm thinking he. I'm thinking he did it on purpose. I think he tanked on purpose for draft picks. I love. Oh, he does have. He's going, for, he's going for franchise mode, dynasty. I love how I like the it. question was the, the nerdiest thing you've ever done, and Rich just straight up calls Jake a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I did. I did phrase it like that. You or someone else's ever oh, done. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, I mean, the whole reason that I that I mentioned this was I, I felt like Brian Franklin had something ready to go, and then he backed out, like, last minute. Yeah. I feel like between the two of you, Brian's probably the nerdier one, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. What is what does Brian do that – I mean, I, I know of some stuff, but what's give us an example of, of Brian and, and just kind of how he runs the show. They're not – they're not giving away secrets here. I don't. Huh. I don't even know what he does in his spare time. So like, we just show up and we draft. Oh my goodness. Oh please. <laughs> All right, Belichick. <laughs> now, is there anything like odd or quirky that you do? I guess in preparation for the draft or, or throughout the season. No, man. I've I've tried to be as nerdy as possible going into the draft. And I've I've just shown up and drafted um, with no prep whatsoever, and it, either way, it's it's just not turned out well. So probably the nerdiest thing I do is that one of the top five T-shirts that I wear still to this day is my 2004 <laughs> fantasy football champion T-shirt. Um, often that that has H and F Industries as number one on the back of it. <laughs> Good. That was good. Was that hey Matt? Was that last year that you made those shirts for Jordan Iwanis, and or was that two years ago? Oh, that's that's probably the nerdiest thing I've ever done. Yeah. The that Jordan was great. I still got mine. Yeah. 
I've still yeah, got I have, some. We'll, uh, I have mine too. We'll, I, it yeah, shrunk we'll immediately. Out. I haven't I haven't worn it yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring them out at draft time, um, and Jordan can have a stump speech prepared. Risher, would you ever wear a uh, a Jordan I want is in uh, I don't know what to call that campaign shirt. Twenty twenty. I want is in twenty twenty shirt. And you know it'd be great for painting the house or fixing the suit line. <laughs> I mean you could use it for all kinds of stuff. He's just so liberal. Liberal, a liberal agenda. No thanks. Hashtag <laughs> thanks. Oh man. Well, that's that's about all I have. Zach, anything else besides uh, besides the tweet of the week? No, I don't have anything else. And I believe we, I believe we have something. Tweet of the week. <laughs> Tweet of yes. the week is brought to you by. Do we have a sponsor? No. No sponsor. All right. So the tweet <laughs> of the week, and this actually, I don't believe this was within the last week, but this is the tweet of the week. This is from the Twitter account Football Guys News, FPG News, and uh, they tweeted out a graphic. This isn't anything funny. This is kind of a serious tweet of the week, and I thought this was really neat, and you guys will make a quiz out of this. So Football Guys News tweeted out, top fantasy seasons for running backs in standard leagues since 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want you guys to take some stabs in the dark here and just kind of guess guess the player, and if you can, guess the year that this player just went off. You guys have any guesses? Um. Ladanian Tomlinson. Yes, correct. What? What? What season? Wait, was he? Um, gosh, that was a long time ago. This is revered as like the greatest season for a running back ever. Probably like oh uh, three, oh four. It was two thousand six. John Alexander. Uh, top. That was top five, Zach. But LT, who recently oh. was inducted, recently inducted in the Hall of Fame, going in this Wait, summer. I was- Wait, that was number one? That you was were number, number one. one. That was number one. Wow. 2006 wow. LT, he rushed the ball 348 times. That's a lot. 1,815 <laughs> yards, 28 touchdowns, which is a record that still has not been uh, broken. So an amazing season for LT. Know, I know that one year LaDany was having a good year, and I managed to trade him and get Peyton Manning. In Hold one up. Of the leagues. I'm looking in at this. The, the top season isn't LaDany and Thomason. Yeah, it is. No, it's Are we looking at the same tweet? Yeah. Wait, in, terms of, in terms of fantasy points, LT. Yeah, it is. Number one, LT. How now, many points? LT, you, just ruined, you just ruined the game. I just pulled it up. Priest Holmes. I just, I just said that. Did somebody else pick that up? Priest Holmes. Holmes is number, number three. Click on, the, click on the pitch on the picture, Zach. I am. Is it expanded? Oh, I'm just kidding. It's LaDane and Thomason. Uh. <laughs> and... Thought I was did you going priest, blind. Did you guess Priest Holmes, Rich? Yeah, I did. He was number three. Who was number two? Marshall Falk. Priest Holmes is actually number three and number four, so that was impressive. Number six, shout out Chris Johnson. Oh, yeah. CJ2K. Oh. Wow. Yeah, Followed by yeah, Amon you... Green. Remember him? Amon Green. Oh, yeah. Hey, Zach, do you remember that 2009 Chris Johnson season? And oh, how, yeah. uh How Pacing Your Face acquired yeah. CJ? Yes, yeah. Yes, because I like week, week two, I think you guys wanted Reggie Wayne, and, and I said, all right, let's do it. Yeah, it's painful. <laughs> well, you know what? I think your uh, your 12 championships, whatever it is now, you guys are doing okay. Yeah. 
What can I anyway, do? Zach, Zach, do you have a uh, a tweet of the week? I don't. I don't have a, tw- a tweet of the week. I just did good to get these uh, new intros ready. So I apologize. I'll have one next week. Rich, yes, do you have a tweet of the week, Rish? Uh, no, not really. I uh, other than uh, my friend Roderick Henderson, whom I told. Hey, congrats, man. I'm really cheering for you. And respond back, thanks, man. Hashtag winning. And then, yeah, that's about it. Failed on that. Hey, wait, wait. My tweet of the week. Was that a laugh track? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pulling up Roderick Henderson's Twitter right now. And whatever hey, the first t- tweet is, it's going to be my tweet. Oh, here it is. <laughs> 12 hours ago. Never lose hope. You never know what tomorrow will <laughs> oh, bring. Oh, gosh. Retweet that. Retweet that. Show that man some love. <laughs> so f- five people that I follow follow this Roderick Henderson, and one of them is Ryan Richard. Rich, you gotta unfollow. You gotta unfollow this guy. It's so depressing. I really was cheering for him. Look, whenever a player leaves the Titans, I unfollow. Aside from his retweets and everything, the other last tweet he had was, "If anything, you can bet I'm working." Oh, yeah. At Subway. <laughs> oh, here, I like this one. I bet you won't put me second again. I'm going to be the goat. Who is you? Fire emoji, fire emoji. He's talking, to, he's talking to John Robinson, general manager of the Titans. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. All right. That's my Rish. Tweet. That's my tweet. You're welcome. Rish, do you have any parting comments, Rish? You know, not really. I do like the new guy. I'm excited about him. I'm glad that we share the hatred of Ross and welcome the league and enjoy the bottom because this is my year. <laughs> hey, I, I just want to say that um, that I can't believe this is the 50th episode. Yep. I I feel Easy. like it was it was sort of underwhelming. Is it just me? Well, I mean, <laughs> we, we have the new intro, so I was kind of hoping we get somebody famous on the podcast, but it just didn't happen. I'm gonna work behind the scenes. We'll we'll get something done. Yeah. We need to throw we need to throw Jordan a digital recorder for when he goes to Titans training camp every moment of Titans training camp and see if we can make something happen. So. Yeah. All right. So that's okay. I take it I take it back. I do have a nerdiest football thing. It's me going to every Titans training camp. That's mine. What if we all tweet Mr. Balding? Do you think he would get on our podcast, by the way? I think, you, I think you and Mr. Belding are big buds. Like, I think that could happen just by you tweeting him. Everyone in the league tweeted him. Get on the Campbell podcast. That'd be amazing. Does he get, like, a lot of requests these days? Not really. That's what I'm saying. I'm setting the bar low. <laughs> if you could get him and Roderick Henderson together on the podcast, <laughs> that, could be our, that could be our finale. Yeah. Wow. Just, I guess whenever there's like an employee break at Subway, you get both of them. Uh, <laughs> he, he's going to be working. That's what he said. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask this. This may be spur of the moment, last second, but does anybody have any, when you think about all 50 episodes, what is the, what's the first thing you remember from all the things we've recorded? Jay Myrick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But only because only be, not even just that you know we're hashtagging the moment not even just that but every time Jay comes on he spits fire so I wish we'd have him on soon. Yeah, I, Kevin Watts had some good takes. Yeah, oh, he has. Oh yeah. He's probably he's probably the the MVP of callers that we've had. 
on the show. And you, have to, you have to think about uh, the time Rish called uh, Jordan Iwanis and pretending. <laughs> that campaign. was good. That was good. That was great. What about the time that what about the time that you called Rish at Electronic Express? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then I proceeded to give them all of my money when I moved here and bought all appliances there. You're welcome. There you go. My uh that Herald Citizen article that was written about Pace, that was a good one. <laughs> wow. That theft. Hashtag fake news. He's literally. coming back too. <laughs> there might be another article in the works. The live nut shots. The live nut shots. Oh man, or, those are the best. Or tennis ball shots. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to continue these good times next podcast. I'm not exactly sure when that's going to be. It needs we'll to be, have to do it. It needs to be let's soon keep, because we yeah. Need, let's. We need to go over what we're going to vote on, and I want to give right. those people the floor. I know. Uh, I need to go back and look and see who posted stuff, and we need to have those guys on the next podcast so they can. Mm. Um, I guess kind of present their case on the why they think that this should be changed so sure. that when we get to the, the meeting, we're not sitting there like all of a sudden you're, you're getting informed and don't have time to make a educated decision. So I want, I want to give those guys the floor, let them explain it and let everybody get a chance to at least listen to it before our pre-draft meeting. Yeah. I like that. When we have to start getting in the flow of, of doing this weekly because when the season comes, I mean, we're not. Uh, we didn't get to episode fifty by doing it once every two months. We got there by doing them every week. So yeah, gotta get back. We gotta get back in the habit of doing that for sure. Yep. Um, Zach, I guess the last thing to mention too. This is uh, a huge PSA for the league. Who has paid their dues and who has not? I think there's only three people that have paid. Um, I know Jeff Galt paid me. Pace, you paid me, and then Jordan Iwanison paid. Uh, so those three have paid. So be sure to give me that money before August 1st. Or if they don't, what happens? Um, we can spend the will of punishment, which we need to get back to. And yes. Yeah. They'll have to spill, spend the will of punishment. I like that. That's good. I think good. the last person to, to pay should have to sit next to Ross during the draft. Like between Reed and Ross or just beside him? Oh. Either Pretty bad. <laughs> hey, hey, Rich, are you going to have glasses by the draft? Dude, I, I got them. Did you know, I've, I've been wearing them now for like four months. Wow. Yeah, That's I good. can well, see them. I mean, it, if you could get your MacBook Pro's webcam to work, we could see them. So. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on it. All right, man. All right, guys. I think that's everything um, for Zach, Matt, and Rich. This is the uh, episode 50 of the CMB Fantasy Football Podcast. 51 is not going to be as cool a number, but it's no. going to be a lot cooler. We promise. We're going to have somebody famous. It's going to happen. So just get ready. Yeah.